Hello, welcome to Post Status Comments, where we had our third episode, State of WordPress News, on Twitter Spaces on November 19th, 2021. We had some great guests, including Matt from Matt Report Media, Joe Howard from WPMRR, Brigitte from Gutenberg Times, Sarah from WP Tavern, and Dan from Post Status. In fact, we had such an engaging conversation, including comments from the audience and pre-recordings, that it went about 90 minutes long. So we split it up into two equal audio parts. Before we go into this part now, I want to thank a really great sponsor who really stepped it up and provided sponsorship for this entire episode. And that's WP Lookout. Now, WP Lookout, what that does is it tracks plugins in the themes that your WordPress site uses and probably depends on. It's especially useful for getting timely info on the plugins and theme versions, security updates, author changes, mentions in the news, and more. There's probably not a good way for you to keep track of all of that yourself. So WP Lookout is an excellent tool, especially for important client sites that help stay uh, help you stay on top of things, especially for security updates. Plus, it has great features, great customization, so you can be notified by email, Slack, webhook, and RSS. So really great service. Chris is an awesome guy. Go check him out at postedis.com slash WP Lookout. And here's our episode. Mm. Well said. Uh, Sarah, what's what's your take? And then we'll move on to the next uh, question. Yeah, I think I just want to tag on to what um, Matt was saying. It's really hard to do this without a, con- a conflict of interest. And I think I've seen, you know, hosting companies try to do it where they'll have people writing like a what they'll call a news magazine and they'll they'll post, you know, tons of, of news and, and really good articles, actually, um, that investigate different things. But then they're mixed in with like product updates or, you know, we're coming out with this new thing. And so it's it's mixed. And, you know, you as the reader have to decide, like, how much of this is um, what I can trust and how much is this company trying to sell me something. So it's, it's really hard for a company like a hosting, hosting companies have a ton of money. So it's, you know, it's tough to be able to have them be completely independent where they are allowed to just go write whatever they want. You know, there would have to be some, we'd have to have some kind of new, new way to do this. And it would be really interesting to see if something like that can develop Um, because we do need more diverse voices. We need a lot we need voices coming from different publications. And um, I mean, I remember back in the day when post status used to write more news and there were times when I was like, why isn't, why isn't post status mentioning like what this company is doing? They're defrauding customers or, you know, things like that. And I, and you realize that there are a lot of business relationships behind all of this. And, and at the same time, like some of these smaller publications, they're going to compromise their ability to stay afloat if they, if they write news against, um, some of these people who are their partners or the people who, who fund what they're doing. So do they have a chance to keep making a positive impact long-term or are they going to burn, you know, 50% of their sponsors by publishing a story about, you know, corporate wrongdoing. So it's, it's really, it's a tough balance, you know, so you can have independent publications that are sponsored, but they, they have a tough road to walk. And then even with the tavern, you know, we're constantly asked about, the conflict of interest of, you know, being funded by Audrey Capital. So um, it, everybody has a tough time and funding news is an is a ancient problem. But I think, you know, maybe in the WordPress community, we could find some innovative way to tackle this where you could get those independent people 
those people who, I mean, it has to be people who love WordPress and who will write the truth and who, I mean, you know, at their core are, are wanting WordPress to succeed, but are able to discern what is this news or not. And, you know, finding those people and people who actually want to write every single day, it's tough. You know, I've had to look for them before. Like when we got Justin, you know, this is a guy who can't be bought to say, you know, something positive or negative about anything that isn't true. You know? I know. So I, I tried at a work camp. He wouldn't tell me good things about myself. I gave him money. To him. <laughs> Finding people like that is tough, though. So, you know, every, everyone who's doing it is really, they're, 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 they have a tough job. Here's Ray here with her comment on that from, from the zip message. And then I'm going to move on to another question here. I love this question because it's an easy one for me to answer. No matter who sponsors the repository, I'm going to write about them, whether their activities are good or bad. Um, Elementor, as I just mentioned, they're one of my sponsors and they're going to be in the next uh, upcoming issue of the repository. Um, one of our current sponsors is GoDaddy Pro. I've written about GoDaddy in the past when there was a negative news story and that didn't stop them sponsoring the repository. I think it's crucial that we hold companies to account for their actions, particularly large companies that are sponsoring newsletters. We need sponsorship to keep the lights running, but we need to be able to write about, um, you know, write independently of our sponsors' views and opinions. And if we're going to produce meaningful news content, we shouldn't be afraid of, of losing sponsorship. Um, and that's something I make very clear to sponsors from the outset when they choose to sponsor the repository. I thought that was a pretty good comment and fit more or less what we were talking about. So here's a question, and feel free to raise your hand, um, panel here, for this. But I'm going to start with Dan, because I can put him on the spot. We want to know from the news world, the people that report the news, and we asked you this before um, to give you, give you time to think about it. What was the single biggest news story so far of the year 2021 in WordPress? Um, and I already, we already went through what defines biggest, um, influential, whatever, however you want to define it. And and the, the the game rule here is it needs to be a specific story and it can't be just acquisitions. <laughs> so, um, Dan, if you're ready, I'd love to hear, um, give it, tell us briefly what you think the, um, in your opinion, the biggest news story might be. Sure. Um, yeah, we've tossed this one around a bit. Um, I'm going to kind of bend that question a, a little bit. I, I make a pretty hard distinction between you know, news journalism and then what you know what we would say is analysis or, or trying to set a conversation is more of what we try to do at post status. Um, so I, I, I kind of uh, agree with some other things Ray said and, and what she contributed that there's a lot that's not being written and probably the biggest story is as a not just a news piece, but a, a story that gives some some deeper analysis is you know maybe the big a big picture on on acquisitions, multiple acquisitions, what it means for a, a specific industry or, or for the community as a whole. Um, that hasn't really been done. Um, I think Sarah's AMP piece is is probably one, probably the biggest significant piece of journalism. Um, to come along and that that's something that has a lot of implications and in uh what we want to do with things like that is have have a rich news and journalism ecosystem that's out there that gives you know david and i and and others at post status some things to chew on and um 
create the discussions that matter a little bit more reflective and, and slow. Um, as we've post status has really become more of a trade association at its heart, the membership community. Um, and I think people still think back to some old, older days when, when there was, there was a bit of a, a journalistic quality to it. That's really rare for us to do at this point. It's, um, part think tank, part, part association, um, with as many entry points now as we can get to people who are at all different phases of their potential careers. So, uh, community within the community, I guess. Right. Um, Matt, uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Were you, were you done, Dan? I'm sorry. I'm juggling three different yeah. things. Matt, was there a single news story that you thought was likely could be a contender for the biggest, um, WordPress story related story of 2021 so far? Uh, I'm going to give you, uh, uh, an interesting answer, but before I do, while I have an audience, I have to say that there's, I, I have a massive amount of imposter syndrome sitting alongside of Sarah. When you talk <laughs> journalists and quality of content and things like the AMP story, I mean, people who are in the audience listening to this, you should just give her a round of applause with the emoji, uh, emoji icon thing in the Twitter spaces. It might be hard to, stuff. it might be hard to do the UI and this thing is nuts, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, fantastic work. You know, I'm old enough to remember when Andrew Nason was the biggest WordPress celebrity in the space. And what I've witnessed over the last decade or so or more at this point is that, um, there's a lot of quote-unquote celebrities that come and go, and I think with all of the acquisitions, the results of all of the acquisitions, I think the biggest story that's actually being written right now are all of, and I don't want to use the word celebrities, but all of the next round of leaders in this space, uh, whether or not they're writing code, writing a blog post, doing a podcast, uh, training people, contributing, uh, volunteering at WordCamps when they come back. I think we're going to see a whole new wave of awesome WordPress leadership um, coming out of all of this, you know, 2020, 2021 uh, acquisitions and just people, you know, bobbing and weaving out of the space for one reason or the other. So for me, it's the unwritten story, if I can cheat. Apparently that. everybody's doing that. I can't get a straight yeah. answer out of anybody, <laughs> but that's fine. That's that's how these things go. And, you know, I'll submit my resignation later. Um, forget what's, let's see if we can, third time's a charm. What's, what's the biggest, but oh, by all the way, this is all legit, by the way. And I'd rather have this than, uh, than pulling a URL out of, of somebody's, um, rear end here. But forget what is the single biggest news story? I'll ask you the same question of 2021 so far. Well, I have two stories. I'm sorry. God, Still son not of a... <laughs> okay. Real quick, real quick now. See, if you've got two, you've got to give them out real quick. Go ahead. <laughs> So um, WP Engine did a study on the um, economic impact of WordPress, and it's 500, uh, $596 or something billion. That is really big. Um, what I was missing on that story was how much of that money goes to hosting companies. Um, but that's just a side effect of that. It's a really big um, economic impact. And the second story, I think um, it's it's just totally self-serving, but I think having 
developer advocates for the WordPress uh, open source project going out in the community and helping um, developers and theme developers and agency developers to um, to get to wrap the head around Gutenberg, JavaScript, step over them the hurdle to I hate JavaScript to maybe I can work with it um, is um, certainly for the impact that it will have on um, the uh, WordPress contributors might be um, a, a good story too. Okay. Is that both of them or is that one? Because my counting abilities ain't so good these days. That was two, right? That was two, yeah. And okay. I said I had two. Just making one sure. No, that's... The other one. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, boom, boom, bang, bang, bang. All right. So listen, um, what I want to do now is I'm going to take a real quick pause here. And we were talking about sponsors a minute ago. And just so happens we have one for this podcast, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share that with you. But speakers and audience, too, um, I would like to take the last part of this conversation into, I think, what is, um, could be an elephant in the room that's kind of broken out a little bit, um, the topic of acquisitions. Um, we have a question from one of our audience members or one of our Zip Message members, and we want to get everybody's take on the acquisition space that seems to have consumed most of the, a uh, lot of oxygen in the news space uh, this year. Um, first of all, though, we, I do want to thank, though, um, WP Lookout. Um, it's got a nice little tower as a logo. It's pretty, it's pretty nice. It actually tracks plugins and themes. So if you, uh, it actually was launched in August 2020, and it was providing a goal. It still is. It still is. It's present tense. It's providing WordPress users with a better way to stay informed about what's happening with their WordPress sites. So if you need plugins or if you need notifications sent to you by email, Slack, RSS, um, Carrier Pigeon could be something on here. I'm very certain that if you want to know about security updates and everything happening to your website, check them out at WP Lookout. I actually like the tower too. It kind of reminds me of um, the Forest Lookout Towers, which is probably what it's supposed to be. But anyway, let's talk last last chapter here. Let's talk about acquisitions. And Kim Coleman actually sent this real quick question in, and I want those who have a take, uh, feel free to share it. Here we go. Hey, everyone. I'm Kim Coleman from Paid Memberships Pro. I just wanted to get everyone's perspective on what the benefits and downsides the users of our WordPress plugins will experience with all the acquisitions we're seeing in this space. Thanks so much. Okay, that is the most loaded question I think I've ever put into a part. So we could go, this could be its own podcast in of itself. So let's just focus from a news from a news um, perspective, someone who reports on the news and sees, it sees a, a, a various size of landscape. What are your thoughts on how the WordPress acquisitions may be affecting, I think she said users of plugins or developers of plugins. I can play this again if we need to. It's only 15 seconds. Um, in fact, maybe I'll, you want me to repeat the question? Let's repeat it one more time. Actually, I'm getting a, somebody didn't hear it. Hold on one second. Let's just do it one more time. Hey everyone, I'm Kim Coleman from Paid Memberships Pro. I just wanted to get everyone's perspective on what the benefits and downsides the users of our WordPress plugins will experience with all the acquisitions we're seeing in this space. So users and developers. So I, you know, me personally, um, short term for a lot of these acquisitions, it seems like nothing much is changing, but maybe, maybe that's just me or I'm not looking far ahead enough. Matt, what do you, what's your take on that? Uh, I'll take the easy answer before anybody else snags it from me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this is how you play Monopoly, but go yeah, ahead. Yeah. The, uh, 
you know, I think, look, at the end of the day, that means that the, the users are going to get, hopefully, stronger, better uh, options and less of them. Hold that thought. They don't have to Holding. decide. But, yeah, they don't have to decide between a dozen forms or a dozen SEO plugins, and they can just see some from brands that they like. They can get an all-inclusive turnkey solution, and they're they don't have to search around anymore. They've got it. They figured it out. They got one easy tool to use. Uh, flip side, they have less choices. And that's the beauty or has been the beauty of WordPress is that so many of us have been able to make uh, a go at uh, earning an income and creating products and serving a set of customers for so many years. And uh, it's been quite fun. But now we'll see that it's going to be a lot more challenging to stand out. And as soon as you start to stand out, uh, Liquid Web might knock on your door and ask to buy you. (laughs) But, you know, it's it's, it's, too too bad. To, to credit of that action, I've heard you on Twitter say many times, I'm looking to be acquired. And I'm assuming right. <laughs> it means your business and not your personal self, but I'm taking it to that mean that way. I actually want to touch on uh, the, the less choice thing maybe in a second if anyone else has a comment on that. Ray, though, has a final uh, comment here on this subject as well, and I wanted to sneak this in before I got any more feedback. Voices in the WordPress media. Uh, let's see. The most influential news story this year. Oh, wait a minute. I think I may... Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I tend to think there's not one standout story so much as one standout theme when it comes to influential news story of the year, and, and that's got to be acquisitions. It seems there's an acquisition <laughs> every week um, as bigger companies like Yoast and Pagely that have been around since the early days have been acquired, both of which were incredibly surprising news stories this year certainly changing the way we think about WordPress because it's no longer simply an open source project run by a community of individuals and small businesses so much as a it's a project supported now by corporate interests. That That is an interesting take. <laughs> and Joe, you put up 100 up there. Did you have something? I think Ray and I share uh, some opinions on this. Um no, it's okay. You don't share them for another podcast. But yes, I'm generally speaking from a from a news reporter standpoint. Do you, um, how much of that do you gel with? And gel is a technical term. <laughs> uh, well, I don't really even consider myself a news person and uh, someone who produces news in the WordPress space. But I would agree with Ray. Um, I think the shift is happening from being a true open source. Um, community environment that we have to I mean if you look at the acquisition space that people make in acquisitions you know there are what three or four main organizations that are that are making most of these acquisitions Um, and full transparency WP Buffs has an acquisition arm as well so Ah, I don't discount myself from this yeah hey there you go transparency but uh, but I believe it, it, Matt, what Matt was saying was really important because the, that choice of that people have is slowly going away because these corporations are saying, oh, don't go out and look for the plugins you want. Like, just use ours. And I think, like, today that doesn't have as big of an effect because 
the open source economy is still strong, but over time, you know, if we're not careful, you know, every, you know, everybody is going to be owned by five companies, you know, and then what choice do you really have? You know, who's really happy with like, you know, their Comcast, you know, TV deal that's totally, they're paying way too much for, or, you know, the, these huge companies that, you know, you have to buy from them because they have monopolies over things. I mean, this is how it starts. Uh, so I think long term, this is uh, what we have to what is open source? What is it really going to be in 10 years? Is it going to be the same as it was 10 years ago? Um, I don't think so. And I think for in some cases, there will be some improvements, you know, but how, I think in some how, cases it's a little scary. How do you how do you think that fits into the people that we have here speaking today about their 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 dedication to reporting news in terms of if it is going to be if there is a consolidation does that put more importance on trying to find the independent developer or plugin and or do you think that the pressure is on to kind of go with the flow in terms of um, reporting from the bigger companies I mean where do you where do you rank the efforts in terms of do you do you go do you kind of fight against the grain if that's taking what you said into account or how do you go about finding independent people if that is what you see the future to be sorry is that question for me or in general that is for you if you want okay. to answer it otherwise i can uh, just dump it on myself well i'll just make a quick answer cuz i don't want to monopolize time too much but the yeah I think we need more hard-hitting news pieces uh, in general. And that's not to say that I don't feel like the panel here does an excellent job at a lot of that. I think we get a lot of good stories. But like I said before, like, I would love if Tavern had like 10 people, you know, and I would love if they were, you know, I, I want more of the hard-hitting stories. Like, I haven't heard a story about, you know, there's like an acquirer out there that's like owned, like they've acquired a bunch of plugins and they are owned by uh, uh, an, a big, big investment firm. And the, what drives them at the end of the day, in my opinion, I would say, is is profits. And that's a story. But I haven't seen that story written out there, so I'm not going to uh, specifically name names there. But I, but I think there's room for a lot more storytelling in the WordPress community. Both what you said uh, about bringing smaller shops to light, bringing smaller companies to light, uh, but also um, we need to be we need to be hard on these big big entities. You know, a lot of whom are sponsoring events and again I, I, i'm not discounting myself in this either you know we had the wpmr summit we had sponsorship by some big companies as well um and i've thought a lot about that and i'm yeah. really questioning like whether i want to even accept sponsorships again next year because part of me i just it doesn't feel like the right way to separate yourself from these big entities awkward by taking their money it's 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 a hard conversation i'm not saying i'm right in that i'm just saying no i mean what you're I'm describing is awkward not this it. not your current conversation is awkward i mean the subject is awkward um i, I but th but that's exactly why we need journalists in more journalists to help out to have more of these awkward conversations because the awkward conversations and the hard conversations and the challenging conversations are always the ones you have to have, you must have in order to 
move conversations forward and in order to, to, to shed light where it needs to be shed in order to, you know, make the WordPress community what we want it to be or else it'll turn into what profit wants it to be. And I don't think anybody wants that. Mm. I, I can tell you from a personal experience, not as much as a, a news person, but as a uh, WordCamp organizer sometimes, um, and as somebody who blogs and tweets about stuff. Um, and this is small time. This is small potatoes, right? But you have a sponsor. We actually had this happen one time. Somebody's a sponsor. They're a big-time sponsor. You're thanking them. And even though they're going through the foundation a little bit, um, some sponsors obviously are making a choice in many situations to sponsor your event. You're very happy. You get money. But then their company does something, I don't know, awkward or it was a blunder or something. And like right before the work camp, it gets out in the news. And as somebody who likes to tweet a lot or someone who likes to like keep people informed, sometimes I give pause in terms of, am I going to have to somehow subconsciously make an apology to somebody at the work camp? Cause I'm, cause I'm a member of the community here, but I'm also a work camp organizer here. And it's like, like that's why I picked the word awkward. Um, cause it kind of is, and I'm not sure if that's something that I would like to feel all the time. I'm not sure if that's something I can, I can get over. Um, Dan, what is your feeling as we wrap up, wrap up this discussion here? What is your, um, feelings on the impact of acquisitions on the new space? Well, um, yeah, I, I've, I've been thinking, uh, a lot about, um, as we kind of digest, you know, what the, what are the big questions we should be asking? Um, we do, we do need people doing the journalism and news reporting side to give us, give us that stuff that David curates and, and work through editorially and have dis- set discussions, bring on guests and, and talk about that. Um, post status has you know, traditionally been very developer oriented. I'm glad we've really broadened and, and grown um, to cover really pretty much every every aspect of career and field in in the WordPress space. But um, as Pip and Williamson um, spoke with um, with uh, Corey on the on his exit and referred to conversation, I think it was going on on the Kinsta podcast with Austin Austin Ginter. That concern about big consolidation with hosts who are going to build their own beautifully smooth platforms, um, you know, making things work in a way that's very hard to do if you're, you're integrating, um, a lot of different plugins together, say LMS or membership site or or something like that. Um, if you have some of the big players really offer a, a smooth WordPress experience that's branded and unique, uh, is that really WordPress anymore? What, what are the implications for confusion there? And I'm interested in, in, um, how does that look when you have a, a corporate interest and in, you know, competition? How well do you play with developers from the other side? Then you know do, which do, which which APIs get documented well, and you know how much sharing and cooperation then really happens between um, these potentially more sectioned off parts of um, what is supposed to be a single uh, ecosystem. So that kind of that story is 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 one that um, I think you know, a series of questions and conversations we all need to to look at. Um, okay. I think uh, Sarah has has a a comment here too. And oh yeah, don't forget Daniel Schutzmith uh, had a good was a- message in there too. How can how can uh, the community support all the v- many different things we do? 
Yeah, there, there's we could go on for for a very long time here. We're technically we're a little bit over. What I want to do is I want to. Um, Travis has requested uh, from the audience. Has a um, Travis? I'm really hoping it's brief, <laughs> not to put you on the spot, buddy. But um, run already running over, and my wife's wondering why I'm not picking up the kids from school. Um, so uh, I'll let Travis on in a second, and then we're going to do a uh, round robin a little bit, um, or at least uh, everybody here has one minute to. Um, summarize anything they would like to discuss, whether it's like, where do you see WordPress in the short term or long term, or how people can help the media community, um, something like that. But whoops. Oh, Travis, where'd you go? Oh, I guess maybe he was. <laughs> I feel bad now. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Maybe he'll, maybe it was. His, oh, no, he's back. Oh God, the roller coaster here is, it's, it's killing me. I'm sorry. I Hey, I'm here. I appreciate you. No problem. Um, I'm sorry to say to make it brief, but I don't have much of a choice. My kids are going to nah, wonder why no, I'm not I'm picking them up. Brief. Okay, go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. To, it was a quick comment to what Joe was speaking on about the corporations that are trying to figure out how are we, you know, do we feel okay taking, you know, the 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 investments and doing sponsorships? And just one thought on that idea mm-hmm. was just rethink sponsorships. Because I'm someone that's in the community. I run media platforms. I host multiple podcasts. And the biggest thing that individual hosts and community builders struggle with is finding $1,000 to run an event. Mm-hmm. And these oh, yeah. corporations are putting 50000 in for one sponsorship to put their logo on the front to blast everything. What if you broke that up into 50 small micro things and distributed it to solopreneurs? That's it. No. Oh. Could you do me a favor? I'm going to take that and I'm going to I'm going to follow up with you on that on Twitter or post us or wherever it is you live because I would love to have a, another discussion about sponsorships in general. Um, but yeah, that's a very good that's a really good point, and I think Joe and Sarah and all the little emojis are lighting up after that. So I really appreciate your comment on that, Travis, very much. And I'm not just saying that because I'm wondering where my kids wondering where I am. Um, but yes, we'll also we'll also include your. Um, Twitter handle in the post status uh, notes, if you don't mind, that would be great. Okay, so let's go around the uh, so-called virtual table here one last time. Um, you got a minute or two on whatever it is you want to comment on. Um, okay, let's start with you. Am I? Are you good to go? I'm good to go. Sure. Okay. Go um, I see a short-term um, hard time in WordPress because of the transition. Um, between the classic and um, uh, Gutenberg, and that's going to be for another two or three years um, until everything is kind of settled and um, the new things is actually on par with the other thing. But I also see in long term that there will uh, so much more creativity come into the space because the themes um, is now uh, for designers, let themes be themes and make it beautiful, make them uh, right. Um in the short term, it we need to really alleviate all the pain that uh, comes with change and that comes with learning new things. And that's the hardest thing you can do in a space like this. Mm. Okay, good. I'll put that on a stone tablet hanging up on my wall because I think that was very well put. Um, Joe, we want to bounce back to you. Um, you said um, what you, you had a broad, you, we covered a few different things here, but in your particular space that you cover, what do you see the short term in terms of um, businesses and them 
you know, SaaS or, or whatever it is you want to talk about in that space for like what the stuff that you usually cover on podcasts, if somebody asks you, what do you see the short or long term of WordPress in your space? I think that the focus on running a good and competent business is never something that will get old uh, or never something that will go out of style. Um, you know, focusing on building a good product, uh, focusing on subscription revenue, focus on uh, getting feedback from users, making users happy, building something that users are actually actively willing to pay for, you know, all these basic things. I think the, I think at the end of the day, you know, we could talk a lot about the future of the WordPress system, the WordPress economy, but um, uh, in terms of the uh, uh, short term uh, for folks doing that, uh, I think just keep doing good work. Uh, and in terms of the uh, folks doing news out there, um, People have already, you know, folks have already commended the folks on this panel for doing news, but I would like to commend them again for all the great news that they do. Uh, and I think that we should continue to find ways to get them more support, more resources. Uh, you know, we have five for the future. Uh, why don't we have five for the news? <laughs> it's not a very good catch line, but yeah, it's it, not news. At, I mean. It's not news at five. It's five yeah, on the news. There you go. Right. So <laughs> just I want think to there's make that clear. Some I think there are ways we can do more crowdsourcing or, you know, have everybody keep be providing the folks who are already doing good work to do more good work and to support other folks who want to, you know, if we, do we want full-time journalists doing this? Uh, like, you know, I want Matt to be able to go full-time on Matt Report if he, or, you know, if his uh, 15, uh, his show, uh, if he were to choose to want to do that. Um, uh post status folks. I don't know if everybody at post status is full time. Everybody should be able to go full time. Like what do we need to do to get there? That's uh, I see some, some hundred emojis coming up. So hopefully that <laughs> people, but that should be the direction I think we should trigger we warnings. Focus on. Yes. Well that, yeah, that's fantastic. And just to be clear, I, I just want to make sure this was put on the record too. Um, Ray was, was kind enough to send a video. Uh, there were probably a couple of things that she said I wasn't able to work into here, but there are so many, other people in the WordPress news space outside of the people in this room. And it was just, it, it especially on, in other time zones, they couldn't, they, they couldn't make it for logistics reasons, or we were, we could only invite so many people into this conversation. And maybe we'll have another conversation in the future for those maybe who specialize in podcasting and newsletters, that sort of thing for similar topics, because, you know, general news and then there's newsletters and then there's podcasting. There could be different ways to explore that. But I wanted, I wanted to make sure to thank everyone who covers WordPress news out there. Um, not just the people in this room um, who are mostly also podcasters as well. So some of these people have great voices that I, that I know of anyway, but I would love to hear more voices. Dan, real quick here. What is your um, last take? Um, I would say in a, you know, looking, where do I, where do I see WordPress, um, in the big picture, short and long term? It's obviously we're, you know, something Brian Krogsgaard predicted a, a while back, you know, period of intense consolidation and, and growth, but it's a big question of, um, growth for whom and, and who, you know, how that pie gets, gets cut up. So there's a lot of anxiety about fragmentation and, and, you know, small, even mid-sized, and I would consider fairly large operations. How do you how do you compete? So um, as people exit, um, you know, it's been a question a lot. Uh, opportunities 
and and threats and you know, I talked about that a little bit earlier but um I, I think those are th- that kind of frames a lot of the questions that need to be asked and we need we do need this kind of rich journalistic and news market and the ability to um to have these kind of conversations and um let the community feel that they have they have some say in things and it's going to be a lot of further professionalization and you know needing to get the kind of hires um you know we've been trying to support with our get hired project how do you create a pipeline to employers and how does the community change and and still feel like it's it's itself um the, i guess i have more I have more questions really than i would i would make predictions i think you get a lot of both and um you know can e-commerce space big platforms um uh, approach that hosting hosting might take and then you get these little you know old timers with lemon squeezy coming coming out and would you call me? Got a, <laughs> I'm very interested in that you little disrupt, you know, a nimble, disruptive uh, uh, play that can still you know, people can still make and and kind of run around, you know, uh, mm-hmm. performance issues, platforms that you're locked into, and and make uh, digital downloads really, really easy. Perhaps um, that's that's a really interesting play okay. there. So, all right, I think there's always risks and opportunities, um, and we just need to keep keep talking about it um as as things change um matt you did you want to respond to daniel's question in your wrap-up or was it or did you want to course correct yeah no just two super quick things to wrap up Uh um i just want to respond to travis who popped on super quick he has a fantastic idea of uh the industry supporting what i'll call micro creators or smaller creators maybe people who don't have a complete platform yet um, I am lucky enough to be able to sell my sponsorship spots pretty quickly and fairly painlessly. And I've done something called a content bounty at the WP Minute, where I've run two successful campaigns so far, taking that same exact model that Travis is looking to do. Whereas if somebody wants to create a piece of content and get paid for it, I go out and grab a sponsor for the last two, which was Paul Lacey and Michelle Frechette, have both earned uh, $200 each to write their blog post. And I'm happy to have that conversation for anyone with anyone who wants to start uh, as a small creator and get paid uh, because I have the contacts and I know that we can get uh, smaller creators paid uh, in this space. And uh, let me ask Daniel's question real quick and then you can give your quick answer because he's yeah. the only one who hasn't gotten the audio yet. Covering the news uh, can be a thankless job. I think uh, in a industry like ours, that's a niche. It might be even more stressful sometimes. Uh, so I wonder, you know, how can the community help you, uh, be successful? What can we do to lift you up or to help you get to the next level of where you want to take your publications? Okay, Matt, what's your response to that? Hit the retweet button, smash the like button, subscribe to the channel. That's how <laughs> give the support, uh, to the content creators, give them, you know, real, uh, effective feedback, share their content, support the voices that uh, that you admire in the WordPress space or the ones that should be heard, for sure. Um, reach out if you're a company, uh, a freelancer building something awesome. Reach out with a good solid pitch. Let us know why we should cover your story and uh, be more communicative, more communicative on that side and just support us by sharing the news. Oh, okay. Sarah, let's end with you on, on, on your one or two minute take on Anything you want to bring up? 
I think I'll answer the question, where do you see WordPress in the short and the long term? Um, WordPress is going through a transitional time right now with full site editing. There's so many moving parts um, that have to be brought together all at the same time, sometimes with deadlines. Um, I think the experience of full site editing is going to be a little bit rough at first and people making WordPress products like themes and plugins are going to need to stay really connected to what's happening with the project because it's changing so fast and all the time. Um, they might need to be ready to ride the rapids for the short term. Um, speaking from the heart, though, I think we need to really be there for each other and help each other succeed during this transitional time. But um, as far as core development goes, WordPress Executive Director Josepha Hayden, she has her own podcast. Um, she gives me a lot of hope for WordPress future because she is gracefully handling challenges and improving communication significantly across the board for the open source project with a positive, resilient kind of vibe that just cascades down to everybody under her leadership. So I think that even though we're going to have a lot of community challenges coming up with transitioning um, into full site editing, I think we have some good leadership that is going to pro provide transparent communication, which um, is going to be a huge improvement from from previous years where I think a lot of us felt like we might've been in the dark or not sure what kinds of things are going to be happening next. Um, I think we're in a good space right now. Oh, actually we're in Twitter spaces, but yeah, I get your point. Okay. Well, <laughs> thank Well that, and, that, and on that note, I, I let me, excuse me, I'm going to punch Slack in a second. Okay. There we go. And on that note, uh, thank you very much for um, coming today. I think this was a good, um, I, I learned a little bit more about how you all kind of view the WordPress news space a bit and what the challenges are and what would be helpful for everybody. So I'm looking forward to the feedback that we're going to get on this. And maybe we'll talk again. Maybe we'll talk again on this same subject, maybe in a year with different people, um, different things to talk about. Um, maybe I'll be acquired and I won't be able to talk about that, but who knows? I want to thank everybody here. I want to thank Dan. I want to thank Brigitte, Sarah, Matt, and Joe. For, for being good sports and donating this large amount of their time um, to have this discussion. I want to thank everybody here as well. Like I said, this is going to be, um, assuming the recordings went successful, thumbs up there, um, this will be available um, on poststatus.com. And also we are giving a copy, or, or not giving, I mean, everyone will be able to share this throughout their news platforms because that kind of makes sense. Um, thank you very much, and um, we'll look forward to um, talking with you all again. Have a good one.